The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Hi, this is Harry Margolis with the Ask Harry Podcast. We're here to answer your estate planning questions and hear from experts in the field. In this episode, I continued my conversation with Nora Youssef, a vice president and financial advisor at RBC Wealth Management, about the ins and outs of Social Security, when you should take it, and other things you need to know. So uh, going back to the family maximum, so let's say there's a husband and wife, and um, they have a child who was disabled and had to be before age 22, I believe, to, to get benefits based on the parent's work record. Dad retires and and uh, and retires and starts taking Social Security, so the kid can start getting Social Security disability. And so his first question is, if mom starts taking Social Security as a spouse, do they then run up to up against the family minimum if they adding in the um, both the child's and the and the wife's benefit? They potentially could. Uh huh. So so. And if the and if the mom takes benefits based on her own work record, does she the, 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 then it doesn't get calculated into the family maximum? Uh, uh, yes, it's kind of a wonky area of Social Security uh, that not as many people walk. Um, but yes, so it's based off of um, the maximum family you can collect based off of one person's uh, earnings record. So. Okay, so the, so so that might that could influence this, those decisions as well, and then something else I learned about uh, relatively recently is that sometimes the um, the younger spouse could choose not to start taking Social Security benefits um, either as a spouse or as a um, or, or her own benefits and can get benefits as a caretaker of the child. Yes, yes, that's right. So I think a lot of people don't know about that one either, um, which is always interesting when people talk about you're not getting, uh, at least they don't seem to be talking about this anymore, but they used to be saying you don't get as much back in Social Security as if you had just taken the money and invested it. No one's talking about all these other benefits in the program that are there. Yeah, that's a great point. And, and two, and this is one I hear frequently is, well, why don't I just take the money at 62 and I'll give you the money in order to invest? Mm-hmm. So That's a good question. It, yeah, yeah, but I get asked that frequently. And some everyone has a different school of thought. A lot of people will say, yep, yeah, yeah, give me the money and I'll invest it mm-hmm. and I'll get you more. Well, I, I'm the investment gal, okay? And and my intent is to get, is to, um, get you the best returns and to get you the most money. So from my background as a finance investment person, I say no. I say no. Keep the money in Social Security. Get that 8% increase guarantee each year. After all, Social Security is a government-sponsored, inflation-adjusted lifetime pension. So get that 8% guaranteed increase each year because I can't guarantee 8% increase each year. I would rather you get that through Social Security, through the government, um, and go from there. So what about uh, all this talk about Social Security running out of money? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, so running out of money. So the latest projection is by 2034, the Social Security Trust Fund will be depleted. Ooh, doomsday. Yep. So 
here's my scenario. At least we have a few years. What is it now? 2019? Right. So, so can't do the math that fast, but not that long years, anymore. Right. 15 years. Yeah. So people say, oh my gosh, what do we do? What's going to happen? Well, I don't, I don't have a, a crystal ball, but what I do have are the facts. And I always like to look at history. As Mark Twain famously said, history may not repeat itself, but it sure does rhyme. <laughs> So if you look back in history, we were in similar a similar situation. In fact, by the way, when the Social Security Trust Fund runs out of money and there's nothing left, there will still be enough money through the way this is set up to pay Americans 77% of what they were promised. And the reason for that is because Social Security is a pay-and-go system. Mm -hmm. What the younger generation workers are paying into the system through FICA is essentially paying for most of the retirees' benefits now. So in the situation, we've been here before. It was in the 80s, again, 1985. And we were actually two years until the trust fund was going to be depleted. I didn't realize we were that close. We were that close. And it took things to be so bad for the government to do something, which tells you we probably have some leeway here. And so what the government did, what Reagan decided and signed off with, is said, okay, well, to fix this problem, which gives us some insight as to how they could potentially fix this problem again, is that he said, well, people are living longer. Instead of the full retirement age being 65, why don't we just have it be 66 or 67, depending on when you're born? So he essentially said people just need to work longer. Um, And that's a reasonable thing to do. So what will likely happen? Will Social Security be there for you, for me? Yes. Will it look different? Probably. It'll probably be different rules of the road. Likely they'll increase the full retirement age again Mm -hmm. later since we're all living longer. Um, Another thing that could happen is, of course, people could get taxed more. Mm -hmm. So there's a number of ways that they could fix this problem. You could extend the retirement age. You could reduce people's benefits, but that won't go over well. You could increase taxes, which doesn't go over well, but less people will notice the nuances of that. Mm -hmm. Because what you could do is you could increase the maximum earnings that are subject to Social Security. Right now, there's that cap of about $133,000. Medicare doesn't have a cap. Social Mm -hmm. Security does. So maybe they wipe off that cap or they just increase it further. That would make taxes a little less regressive since the people uh, making more than 133 aren't paying their 5 point whatever percent. Exactly. What what is the percentage? The 5.1 percent. Okay. Or what they could do instead is they could increase that uh, uh, taxable amount. Um, and there was, I've read several articles on how much you have to increase it to fix it. And it's it's minimal, but of course, you know, that's a nasty apple cart as a politician to yeah. try to get through. So those are some possible changes that could be made. So, um, and what about changing the the um, the full retirement age? The set, or, or that's not the right word, but this, with the age 70 where you can um, get full benefits and not ha- not have any reduction Yeah, so, right, that's the maximum age to wait and get the maximum benefit. There's really no reason to wait past 70. But sure, that's something that could also, I don't see why that couldn't be on part of the the negotiations. Even though you said only 4% wait to 70 now anyway. 4% wait till 70, yeah. Yeah, so it might not have too big an effect, but uh, it can... 
and it probably helps people have more money in any case. They're healthy and can keep working, so they yeah. they, they decide to hold off. Yeah, the truth is three out of four people take the dangled carrot and collect as soon as possible at 62. They just see the so temptation, and they grab it, and think of it. Three out of four people? Three out of four people. It's it's uh, it's frankly sad financially. Wow, it's amazing. Uh, uh, when you when you hear that. But, uh, you know, listen, the government, you know, uh, is not dumb. They understand consumer behavior, and they dawned on them that, hey, if we give this option to collect it sooner, maybe we can keep the difference of the money that they put in. So, But does that really reflect uh, the financial status of uh, people in the country, that they really need the money? Yes. it's it's uh, Again, it's part of why it's sad. So few people have really put money away for their own retirement. It's staggering, staggering, low numbers. So, of course, Social Security wasn't here for um, you weren't supposed to be living off Social Security paycheck to paycheck, but frankly, sadly, so many people are. And then if you're forced to do that, then you get less. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so, uh, so, so uh, we, see a lot, we see a lot of that, <laughs> I guess, out yeah. there. Um, so what, what else should people know about Social Security when they're planning their future? Yeah, so if you are, like we mentioned, divorced, that's a, re- uh, excuse me, widow, those are really, really important. If you are a surviving spouse, um, and that's something you really want to talk to somebody. If you are 65 plus and about to start collecting your Social Security, talk to someone to see if there's opportunity between your spouse to play off of each other's benefit. Um, again, if you are divorced or getting a divorce, that's also there's some nuances for Social Security as well that you want to be aware of. So you want to talk to someone about that. Um, I heard something recently about also if you're getting re, if you were married. And then you're getting remarried. You shouldn't, and you're near the age sixty. You might want to wait. Yes, yes, that's a that's a great point, Harry. So, right, if you are remarrying and you are uh, close to, if you're up there, if you're close to fifty, high fifties, sixties, also sit down and talk with someone and just say, hey, is this smart or should I wait six months? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oftentimes, I'll tell people. Uh, recently, someone actually was going through a divorce, the opposite, and I told her. Hang on, and if you can, it's going to make a big difference down the line, just a couple months. Um, so there are definitely some a lot of trigger points that you want to be careful for, not to step on the wrong landmine. Um, so that's people who should be thinking Social Security. Um, also, if you have a pension, be thinking Social Security. The the the. The big myth out there to dispel is if you have a pension, you're not getting Social Security. That's not true. It's likely reduced, but probably not reduced by as much as you're thinking. And you say you should talk to someone, but who's there to talk to? Yes. Besides so, you. Yes. Yeah, so so <laughs> I'm definitely around. I have yeah. offices in Providence, Boston, Easton, Norwell, Danvers, Wellesley, pretty much all over the state. Um, and and, and if they want to contact contact you, how, how do they do that? The yeah. Listeners? Yep. Absolutely. Contact me by phone. Phone number is 508-230-8960. Website is, uh, you can just type in norayusuf.com. It leads you to our team website. How do you spell Yusuf? Y O. I'll spell my whole name, or the whole website. N-O-R-A-Y-O-U-S as in Sam, I as in Iowa, F as in Florida, dot com. And um, I offer these for free. There's a reason when the IRS needed a presentation on Social Security. There's a reason when the Mass Society of CPAs needed a presentation on Social Security. They called me to do it. Um, and a lot of media, as you know, on TV and yeah. radio, we do quite a bit. Um, so there's a reason for that. So give us a ring. Happy to find you some more money. That's uh, your 
hopefully not leaving on the table. Um, so we'll talk about Social Security strategy. And if there's smoke, there's often fire. If there's other areas that we can find and tweak uh, to improve your financial picture, whether it's the investments or other uh, avenues of your financial scope. We're happy to take a look at that as well. And if a listener is not in Massachusetts or Rhode Island, can you still help them? I sure can. Okay. It's nationwide. Nationwide. The beauty of Social Security is a federally run, so it applies to everybody. Very good. Call Nora. Thank you for listening to the Ask Harry podcast. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends and colleagues. If you have questions about estate planning, you can find answers at askharry.info. And if you don't find your answer there, you can post a question and I will respond to it. You can also subscribe and listen to future episodes on iTunes.